Warning. This podcast contains themes of a sexual nature and some coarse language. What you're about to hear may shock, surprise, and titillate. Be advised, there are no trigger warnings today, so enjoy! You're about to journey through a history of horniness, an index of intimacy, a journal of joyful abandon, a kaleidoscope of kink, a library of lust, a miscellany of... Okay, please stop there. I, I, I'm about to have an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Okay, opening the dictionary in three, two, one. Boop. So we've just come back from a series break. And mm-hmm. uh, for those of you that uh, are new joining us or uh, have forgotten, we normally start the episode with a bit of a game. Yep. So I'm just going to explain that quite briefly. Uh, we get five. Thank you. We get <laughs> five minutes for us to tell four short stories each. Um, and today the letter is H. So all of the stories revolve around the letter H. And um, about thirty seconds before the end, we will start to hear our theme music. And if we haven't finished by the Aruga at the end, <laughs> then you will never hear the end of those stories. So hopefully uh, we've got a good track record. Yeah. So well, I, I think we can do it. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, go. <laughs> don't you have a timer oh my god okay um so uh h is for handbag um i once went on a date with this guy and we went to the park and we were doing like everything you possibly could in the park without getting arrested for indecent um exposure or whatever and uh and then we were on the tube together and i could feel something kind of um oh no c- like caressing my bum <laughs> and I was convinced it was I was I just assumed it was him right. and I was like getting increasing like more and more aroused and turned on mm. um and then we got to stop and the doors opened and the caressing stopped and um I saw a, a woman with this massive handbag getting off the tube and it had been this woman's handbag <laughs> the whole time <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> and I just thought, well, the power of the mind. Like, yeah. honestly, because if I'd known it was a handbag, I would have been, well, you, like, yeah. like um, either stone just... Stone cold sober stone about it. Cold, yeah. I know. Either wouldn't have cared or been mildly irritated. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, lady. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because I thought it was him. I was just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, H is for Halloween. Um, mm. So uh, I was a student in York. And so uh, there was a club that we used to go to every Tuesday. And uh, this particular uh, day, Halloween, obviously, mm-hmm. we uh, had all dressed up and, you know, covered ourselves in makeup and potentially witches, ghouls or whatever the hell. I, yeah. I can't remember. I think I was a pirate. Um, oh, okay. That particular time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so, so we had a bit of a tradition of this game called the ice cube game, which is where you pass, um, you, you get a glass of ice cubes from the bar yeah. and you, you put an ice cube in your mouth and you try and pass it to the another person's mouth <laughs> okay. um, and the loser is the one who um, lets it dissolve completely in the mouth right. so, um, okay. um, so this particular night there was a straight couple who were pretty into me um, at the bar and obviously I, I think I was pretty like bisexual-ish at the time and um, the, uh, the, the the woman of the couple hesitates slightly on woman because she was very young she was like 18 okay. so in terms of like she was very inexperienced but um, uh, I think obviously she she was obviously very sexually mature she, she was um, very forthcoming at least yes. and um, <laughs> So she invited me. Um, to, well, she she basically introduced me to her to her boyfriend, um, who uh, and, and heard about me and, and and sort of knew that I had a bit of a reputation for being a good kisser. Okay. Um, and so I was like, okay. Uh, and then anyway, so she she invited me to have a threesome with her and her boyfriend that night. Yeah. Um, and I turned them down. But the reason I turned them down was because uh, the boy, who obviously I, I mean, boy now the man, but he <laughs> yeah. was a boy. Um, <laughs> 
uh, he he had like he was covered in makeup. Obviously, he was dressed like Halloween, mm-hmm. but he had really bad breath, and his makeup like smelled like of makeup, like really oh. like caked on, and it wasn't nice to kiss him. And I was like, oh, this is a shame because she was a really good kisser. Oh no! I know. So for me, it was just the wrong way around. So oh, that's so annoying. Oh, to you. Oh. oh God, we've done like half the time. Oh, yes, one okay. story. Yes, go. Uh, okay. uh, HS for homework. Um, it's quite personal, actually. Uh, not, not <laughs> this, this podcast's not personal at all. But this is um, no, no. So um, my my boyfriend and I like to do uh, role plays, and mm. one of them is um, sort of teacher student thing, and uh, he sets me homework, which is to learn the the fifty states of of um, oh, yeah. America. Yeah. And obviously, like for everyone I get wrong, I get spanked. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, and so it's it's always this constant like dichotomy between like I want to do well, because, <laughs> because, <laughs> but I also. <laughs> <laughs> I so identify with this it. amazing. I love it. I love the idea of this. Yes, it's really fun actually. Anyway, it's <laughs> brilliant. Um, H is for husband. Um, so I'm married and been together for over seven years. Mm-hmm. And what I love about um, sex with my husband, and I, this is one of the very few occasions I'm going to bring my husband up because uh, we have an agreement that we, I will not talk about him on the podcast. That's not fair. Um, but like me, who? Um, sorry. Well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my darling. <laughs> no, I'm going to say good things. Yeah. Um, uh, but we, we're just like the right size for each other and um, we fit so well together in each other's arms. It's just lovely mm-hmm. um, to lying together naked. It's just really... Oh, that's lovely. Yes. Anyway, that's go. Very nice. go. Oh, wait, what is my other story? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? I'm, I'm panicking. Pitch is for house party. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so I had this like nice memory of... Um, I, was, I was at this sort of the, the, the end of a house party and, and, and me and this um this guy's friends with were, were lying... Oh, what the hell? We're, um, we're, we're lying on the futon and we were watching this uh, these two people who just got together um making out and it was very sexy and erotic and it was really nice sharing this like platonic moment of enjoying somebody else's um eroticism. Lovely. It was yeah, really yeah, nice. Yeah, that's, that's very sexy. It, it was yeah, really yeah. lovely. Yeah. Um, H is for HIV. Take the tone right down. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll be quick. Um, so it still feels a bit like a huge spectre of the LGBT community. Every time I've ever had unprotected sex in the past, I had become terrified for weeks, and until I got a test, it was awful. And it's oh. still a thing, and I really hate this thing. Anyway, go. Hate this thing. Oh, um, H is for hairy chests. I love them. I love hairy chests. They're so nice to just snuggle into. <laughs> Everyone should have hairy chests. Okay, sorry. Okay. And H is for hangover. Um, so there was a New Year's party I went to. <sighs> okay, are we playing games? We're making eyes all night, and had too much to drink. Fell asleep next to each other. Woke up, went back to his. Hungover. Had awful sex. Planned to see each other again, but didn't. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of An A to Z of Sex with Men, where I, Raphael, and I, Jacinta, explore the intricacies of all types of sexual interactions with those people we call collectively cisgendered males. Based on personal experience and extensive research. From anal sex to zipless fucks, talking taboos and discussing don'ts, we are not afraid to go there. So this week, H is for hookups. Yeah. yeah. Excited for this one. Absolutely. <laughs> Excited and scared. Yeah. 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 Re- memories of hookups. Yeah. Uh, but before we get too much into that, mm-hmm. um, uh, I found a Guardian article uh, that uh, went into hookups a little bit. Yeah. Specifically on um, people who have kind of grown up in the pre-dating app age. Yes. Okay. And are sort of getting to grips with 
hookup apps and what mm-hmm. that means um, and how they're different. And it's interesting because, of course, even though they've had another world, they get to compare it to they've got a unique perspective. It impacts us too because this is kind of our like whole world in that in that sort of space. Yeah. Um, so some of the things that the article mentioned yeah. um, includes, um, so a lot of times people are using it to try things outside of their relationship. Um, okay for the first time and it also makes them realize uh that they're in the wrong relationship right so they're kind of almost trying to prove a theory that they're okay with, with the wrong partner okay okay yeah it's quite harsh wow on a slightly more positive note in a sense yeah um some people um want to try kink for the first time safely um or maybe continue an interest that they have okay um in case their partner thinks that they're mad so that they can just have that as a separate part of themselves okay yeah yeah i, I mean I have, in terms of trying kink in in a hookup um space i have a little more a little more on that later yes i think yeah. I, 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 i've got things to share about that perhaps in another episode as well but um, yeah yes. um and then also um people said that it's the main environment in which they lie about their age okay not surprised okay lie about being older or younger or both i suppose um mostly about being younger so most people deflate their age okay right yeah um, and then uh, there's another category of people, um, very high-powered, businessy types. Yeah. Um, with, uh, you know, fast jobs and fast cars. Okay. Um, and they've got no time, so they want fast intimacy too. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Um, it's another environment where there's a big mismatch in expectations. So um, some people go into it thinking they want a short-term thing, and they might be talking to someone yeah. that might click really well, but that person wants a long-term thing. And if there's a clash, it's just yeah. difficult. Yeah. Um, and then the last point that sort of the article touched on was about escapism. So um, people who've had something serious happen to them in life and mm-hmm. they are using hookups to escape their real world situation. But then, of course, they crash back to reality afterwards. And that I can hard. relate to. Yeah. yeah. Wow. OK. There's a lot in that. OK. And um, just a little bit. I was uh, just what you're saying, obviously, about hookup, the hookups, main hookup space being um, like dating apps and mm. things. Um in in the past it's not necessarily that hookups are more common than they used to be but it's that now they're very much focused around um apps and yes. online things whereas before it was much more like you met someone at a party or a bar yeah yeah so that's that right. that's kind of quite changed the climate i think that's <laughs> right i think that's right certainly in the heterosexual world i think in the gay world mm-hmm. um probably it's opened doors um, okay and it might explain why things like grinder are so like gripping that makes sense yeah plump for alliteration again but yeah um it's like the need to be um like it, it, the, because it's now available mm-hmm. the need to like be having sex all the time because yeah. it feels like it was something that we you know our predecessors and our pre- past lives before this yeah it was like it would have struggled with yeah but, yeah okay exactly. that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah. wow yeah. all right I suppose, do, do you have a... Um... I do have a word um, for hookups, yeah. So for hookups for me, um, I pick the word shivers. Shivers? Shiver me timbers. Oh, yeah. I like that word. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Explain. <laughs> so yeah, uh, this is to do with like nerves. Okay. Um, getting nervous. And um, I've been on a few uh, hookups, uh, actually. And I used to think it was just me being like this kind of scaredy cat kind of person of, come on, you can do this. Like I had to psych myself up. Okay. Okay. I would go into someone's house and... Um, uh, obviously, it's a it's a stranger, yeah. right? And um, everyone, you feel like you're making a lot of judgments pretty quickly, and yeah. they are doing the same, yeah. And it's very nervous, yeah. And um, until like I don't know, like so, like for the first couple of years of doing it, mm. I would I would literally be sh- physically shaking when I wow. walked to someone's house because it was so 
like unnatural but just like it's like it's not socially it's not a social norm it's mm. not like a normally normal thing to do in a in society it's mm-hmm. not what a social norm is but um you know i mean it's not like um a it, common occurrence yeah and it's not a sort of universally so you want oh i'm just going to this person's house for a hookup yeah like, like, exactly oh cool yeah i'm just yeah. going to the shops so yeah, like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and partly it's like the whole the thought in the back of your head is always like this person could be a mass murderer. Yeah. Um, I could end up as a body in a cupboard. Yeah. The chances of that are ridiculously remote, mm-hmm. but it's not zero. So exactly. And like when I was very young, like when I was mm-hmm. a teenager, um, if I went to someone else's house, my parents would always be like, okay, what's the address of the person's house you're going to? And that was like a practice that's been like drilled into my head yeah. as a teenager and a child. And as an adult, I don't follow that. Like, yeah. Like, who are you going to tell? Who am I going to tell? Gonna, yeah. Like, why, and why would I be... I, Nobody sends me like a million addresses saying, by the way, I'm having this hookup on Wednesday and this one on Thursday. I like, know, I know. So I'm not going to flood someone's phone. I know. But well, maybe it's a, maybe maybe it's a good practice be. to get into. Yeah. I know. Well, it's interesting because when you said shivers, um, I my, my first was more like a pleasant shiver, like, mm. a, ooh, like a shiver down my spine. Oh, yeah. But actually, um, I, I, I get that because I think before going into a kind of sexual situation, particularly like a new one, mm. um, or trying a new thing with a with an old person, you know, old yeah, person yeah. a person that I'm used to. Yeah. Um, I get <laughs> that kind of feeling of, of anticipation shivers, but I think that is actually a mild version of fear. Mm. In that, trying anything new is a, is a bit scary. Yeah, and and there's something can be slightly pleasant about that, and also just scary. Oh yeah, like it's proper shaking. Definitely yeah. also exciting. Yeah. Like it's not a hundred percent bad thing. No, it's just. Um, the kind of yeah, the, the anticipation of it, and also the kind of sensation of I want to do this well because there's yeah. a potential for me to do this again. You yeah, know? That's um, it. yeah. So there is there, there's a lot of that, and then at the same time, yeah, um, yeah there's the bit of the fear of you know this could be anything and it could not be good. Yeah. Um, also, there's just like a cold feeling because you're you're taking off your you, off oh my <laughs> taking off your clothes in like cold weather. Quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you haven't warmed up in this person's house, but no, no, no I, you're not supposed to be wearing clothes. And you don't know the heating will be on in this person's no, house. So no, you yeah, get yeah. there and there's like, they're like, oh yeah, never, never put the heating on. Gone, yeah. I love the winter. Yeah, yeah, exactly, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and it's January the 3rd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. yeah, actually, now you say it, I, I feel like I do have memories of being cold in people's houses. Right. It's like naked and cold. Absolutely <laughs> and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, you're kind of like tracing each other's skin for the first time because it's like, that's what you do when you yeah. start touching somebody for the first time. Yeah. Or even just. Sometimes when you're just, yeah. as, as you say, an old person, like, <laughs> an old, a familiar old, old person. person, I know, I'm yeah. just... Um, they could be old as well. They could be old. <laughs> yeah. um, but like uh, a familiar face, uh, say, or yeah. a familiar body. Yeah. Um, and you're using your familiar fingers on that. But um, <laughs> yeah. that's the whole point is to generate that lovely tingle, that lovely shiver. Yeah. But when it's also like you're cold, I just, that's in my mind, that's permanently ingrained like in history as that's like so hookups funny, kind of create this yeah. like shivery, shaky feeling. Oh my gosh. And okay, yes, yeah. that's what I was going to say as well. Yeah. I thought I was the only one to experience this. Uh-huh. I thought, I, not the only one, but obviously probably there are other men out there that did. Sure, so I, but... but I thought I was in a minority right, because yeah, yeah. I didn't notice other men shivering yeah. until later on when I started to notice, actually, I'm not the only one. There are other men who do this, who who shake a little bit when... So you um, you would like physically notice you would notice people you actually would be with like, yeah. who are shaking as well. Yeah, oh, wow. breathing would be halted and sort of slightly you know shaky, and they would be, like fingers would be shakier than normal. Yeah, there's something so delightfully human about that. Like the thing yes. of like two people being so like really nervous, but like really wanting to go. It's like pushing yourself to do something you're scared of, not in like a pushing yourself to do something you don't want to do, but pushing yourself to like do something that's a little bit scary for yes. you to like then have the 
experience of that like going bungee jumping i don't know <laughs> like, just yeah, like, yeah yeah i'm going i'm terrified but i'm going to do yes. it so it's going to be a really good experience exactly and i might really enjoy it yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah. yeah exactly right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that okay that's what's really your sweet. word so my word well it's, it's, you sort of touched on it a little bit my word is dangerous mm. um because it, it, again the thing of yeah going to a stranger's house or having a stranger around at your house not knowing who they are what they're like what might happen, what they might do. And particularly, like, you're not knowing what they're like in a sexual context. Mm. Um, and, okay, again, I haven't had any situations where I have felt like my life was threatened. And like you say, that's probably not super common. But I've definitely had experiences where I'm like, I don't know um, how to get rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know how to get home from here. Yeah. Or, you know, that it's like an unfamiliar person. It's an unfamiliar, potentially an unfamiliar house, an unfamiliar area. Mm-hmm. Um and just there have been a number of times where I've been like walking home from hookups or like post-coital hookups and just being like, I have no idea where I am. Yeah. Why have I done this? Why am like, wh- what have I done? And, yeah, and yeah. actually the journey from like, you know, realizing I've just had sex with a stranger to then realizing I need to get home or realizing I need to get them out my house right. <laughs> at some yeah, point. Yeah. And actually that whole aftermath. And then I just become quite aware of the fact that I have put myself at risk. Yeah. Um, but like I say, not that like, you know, anything really bad has ever happened. So potentially the risk is bigger in my head than in reality. But I mean, interesting because actually um, for like all of my, just thinking about the word dangerous and thinking mm-hmm. about what you just said and the reality of what you've done. Um, what I thought, as I said in my, in my, one of my short stories, the mm-hmm. outset of this episode was my last one focused on HIV and the mm-hmm. whole like, and not just HIV, mm-hmm. um, but like any kind of STI that you mm-hmm. could pick up, um, and the kind of sudden horror that, not H, um, that you could, you know, that you suddenly yeah. start feeling, you know, yeah. you're like, oh my God, I could have picked up something because we just had unprotected sex. Yeah. And you didn't necessarily want to have unprotected yeah. sex, but, um, either you were both in the moment or they were in the moment and kind of stuff yep. happened slightly without consent or yep. something yep. like that. And that's a very common space for that to happen in. Yeah. And it won't happen if you're like having a something, what I would call not a hookup in the sense that it could be a fling or it could yeah. be like a, a, a sort of, I don't know, a summer like, a romance. Je ne sais quoi, romance. Rendezvous. Rendezvous is just like a fancy hookup. You just had wine it, first. It is a fancy hookup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, that's your champagne and uh, a caviar and, story. And, and from oysters. The other time. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're quite right. So if it's, if it's like, a, generally, if it's a more than once thing, yeah. um, there's going to be a degree more trust and being careful with each other and yeah. knowing what the situation is with, mm. co- with them. In my case, contraception or in, you know, um, also, safety. Yeah, also their sexual histories and um, the more they have sex with you, the less likely they're going to be having sex with someone else and yeah, therefore the less up. likely they're picking up. Yeah, Exactly, exactly. And and then that just um, reminded me of a couple more things I read about hookups, uh, and which I wasn't surprised to read, is that a lot <laughs> of them are fueled by alcohol. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And definitely when people have drunk, they're less likely, I know I am less likely to think about things like, safety yes um and and yeah there is the there is the safety of like um i'm you know the the the, the aspect of being with a, with a stranger in a strange place but also yeah the aspect of stis um pregnancy um and i've definitely been in situations with people where they haven't put on a condom and i haven't felt like i could say because it's been in the moment or it's felt yep. awkward yeah um or i said one time and then the next time they didn't use one and right. i assumed they would because i'd already said they should yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know th- yeah that's another element of it it's difficult because there's there's this whole concept of negotiated safety um but that's only something that you have with a long-term partner anyway mm-hmm. so like um i remember one of the boyfriends i had 
uh, he and I came to an agreement after sleeping together for about two or three times mm-hmm. that we were going to be sleeping exclusively together. Yeah. And so we decided at that point that we would be having condomless sex. Right. Um, and that was nicer for both of us. Yeah. Um, because it is just nicer. Yeah. But unequivocally. Uh, so at least uh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what unequivocally means it's unequivocal right to me I will brook no argument (laughs) it's what I think so it's right (laughs) Um, but um, that was uh, that was different and that was a situation where we'd you know we'd seen each other a few times Um, it wasn't just a hookup at that point whereas it's harder to reach that agreement quickly in a in a space where you literally probably met the person Face to face a few minutes earlier, and someone could say, "Oh yeah, I don't have any STIs." Yeah, they could say that. (laughs) They could say, "Oh yeah, I always have protected sex." But it takes a pretty brazen person to lie to you about, and it's illegal also now to lie. Thankfully, to lie about that. But um, the difficult one there is how do you follow that up? I suppose there's always a risk that that person. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I I I definitely know of men who just don't go. I mean, women as well, but men who don't go to any uh, STI clinics ever, they never get checked. Yeah. And they assume that it's okay to have unprotected sex with women because um, they'll be on the pill and they don't yeah. think about the STIs. No. And then the woman is like, oh, hey, I have an STI. You might want to get checked. And they're like, oh my God, you slut. And it's like, well, you're the one mm-hmm. who didn't... <laughs> you're yeah. the one who's literally never got checked. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. Know? yeah. There's a there's a there's a parallel here I think with stuff like COVID um, right mm. now. You know, oh, I just won't get checked, therefore, um, yeah, I won't take responsibility. So yeah. there's a, that that mentality has existed in the sort of STI sex world for a very long time. Yeah, a very very long time. And yeah. why we're surprised about anything uh, is beyond me. Like, surprising <laughs> in and of itself. Just shouldn't just shouldn't be so, surprised. There we go. Um, all right. So do you have a story, Raphael, about hookups? I do. I do have a story. I've got obviously Great. I've got my my usual two stories. Brilliant. Um my first one, um, I will talk about um a guy uh who um this was before I even had a proper job. Okay. Um and a proper a proper job. Proper job. <laughs> That's a beer, isn't it? Yes. Like, I've never had one of those either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh he he worked uh somewhere in the city and um preserve anonymity in every stage in this i think mm-hmm, uh, for because mm-hmm. it's a work related story in a sense oh, for God, him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um anyway so i was um walking about and uh on grinder and uh we we, anyway, we clicked and sent each other photos and xxx photos yeah, and yeah. <laughs> uh he said oh yeah i'm just um i'm just at work but i'm finishing i'm nearly done i'm just doing mm-hmm. some emails and I'm, I'm finishing like half an hour do you want to uh meet in the toilets at my work <laughs> So I was like, uh, how do I get into your work? Because obviously like, you have passes. And stuff. Yeah. So he got me like a temporary pass into the building. Yeah. And then the receptionist was like, oh, here you go. I was like, okay, this just feels so strange. Because <laughs> obviously I wasn't dressed for work. No. Um, but then to be honest, jeans and stuff is like 2000s plus, right? Sure. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, and I, I just walked in. And so he just directed me down to like the basement toilets. Yeah. Um, and then it was one of those like, no one has signal down there. So like pushing on bathroom stall doors to see if like he's in that one oh, God. it was so scary oh, um anyway I, then i found him and sort of closed the door and it was like i don't like having sex in the toilet i think it's a bit gross because there are yeah. like smells and things it's not it's not as nice <laughs> yeah. although um it wasn't that it wasn't clean it's just like you know toilet bleachy smell yeah. i don't really that's yeah. not what i'm interested in no. but he was um he'd been like working all day obviously and uh-huh. so therefore like 
once you get the clothes off and we've both been I've been out walking all day and okay but you get like a very strong the smell of each other is much it sort of overpowers yeah whatever goes on around you anyway yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it was very erotic and yeah. um it was one of those times where I think we just thought it was going to be and because we've been, sorry we've discussed that I'm a bit like subby anyway and mm-hmm. um that was a natural kind of element of uh, dom- dominance in him anyway okay. so he like pushed me down and like um grabbed me grabbed my hair and pulled me onto his dick and mm. um it was really nice yeah, and yeah. then um like he th- we the toilet seat was obviously down and uh-huh. he at one point he was like sitting on the toilet while I um sucked him off yeah and then I think I, he pulled me up and then sort of sat me on his knees and then he had like a condom and then he uh-huh. like pulled he pulled the condom on and like fucked me sitting on the like toilet lid wow. and I was like oh this was so like wow. wildly like something out of a film like a, yeah, yeah. Like a French film or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know French film, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> French oh, wow. <laughs> it was but not of that kind yeah yeah not, definitely not a champagne and, and oyster <laughs> not one um, of those no. No. but um oh yes oh. very exciting oh that sounds really cool and it's like the idea of like the, I love well, first of all I love you getting like a pass to go into <laughs> to have sex I know. <laughs> in the toilet I know, I know, that's I know. great um but just like yeah I love this, the, the actual like um you want to be obviously have that chemistry mm-hmm. so I think that's sometimes my fear with meeting up with someone to have sex is that I just won't when I'll, I'll see them and I won't want to have sex yes with them. Yeah. but actually to see them and be like yes yeah yeah yeah. yeah absolutely, <laughs> amazing. absolutely like he wasn't necessarily my ultimate type mm-hmm. but um I'm not just drawn to aesthetics i'm drawn to uh, mentality and mm-hmm. a kind of yeah he had like as i said he had like a natural power yeah um, and uh, i'm very drawn to that yeah and, um, it's a bit like you know when you're an actor and people say that you get you, you like when when someone gives a good performance the reason it's a good performance is because you feel safe that they're doing what they should be doing yeah so there's a bit of that going on yeah. in the space as well so i felt safe with him yeah in that in, the, in that sort of sexual moment mm-hmm. i felt that he knew what he wanted he knew mm-hmm. what i wanted in a way mm-hmm. and uh how to get both of us to that place mm-hmm. um that's great oh well there I'm... was no shivering there was no shivering there was no shivering no, exactly. even walking into the building even with well, your... maybe maybe then there, yeah, maybe then <laughs> Yes, there was definitely like nerves going up to reception and being like. <laughs> but was that maybe more the like the subterfuge element of that actually like get, rather than correct. seeing yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy for a hookup? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's not the same context. Sure, yeah. it was a bit like when I had to return a pair of shoes for my friend and pretend to be her. Oh, I, <laughs> I, hate, I hate that. I hate that sort of thing. Like, yeah. Oh, I'll just give you like when someone says I'll give you my um, card, and you, yeah. all you have to do is beep it on the machine. Yeah. And pay for and drinks. Sign the and sign. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that because what if happen, what if it goes wrong and you've run out of beeps? I know. Like, I can't. You have I to know. do chip and pin, and then they're like, okay, well, the pin is this. And I'm like, you've just told me your pin. Know, and then what happens? And then what if they say ID? And I'm like, no. And oh. never mind hookups. That's the Over, real scary. I know. <laughs> the real scary thing. <laughs> get the sense that we overthink things sometimes, but there we go. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> What's your story? Um, okay, so my, my story is it's not not quite so it's not it's not negative. Okay, it's not quite so so electric electrically Ooh. positive. But yeah, I'm um, not going to get a shock. That's fine. No, <laughs> no, exactly. But anyway, so I was in the casino mm-hmm. with my friend because I used to love hanging out in the casino. Yeah, when we were allowed to hang out. I think you've told casinos. told us a casino story before. Haven't yeah, you? so this is a different person I met at the casino. <laughs> <same scene. laughs> 
Yes, and Pakistan, no, yes. Yes, Leicester Square. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was, you know, somewhere but late at night with my friend and we were like sort of drinking at the bar. And I think was, I kind of have this like um fantasy about just like cycling into a casino in a skimpy dress and just kind mm. of like leaving with a man on my arm. By the way, <laughs> so, we both have to go to the, this casino when, when we're allowed. Is done. Oh know, my god, yeah. seriously. I would so love to do that. I with just you. Stay there all night. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Totally. Okay. Just lounging by the bar in the very eccentric costumes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. We'll let you guys know when and you yes, can join us. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Um but yeah, so um so we got chatting to these two American men and mm. they were a bit older. They must have been about um in their forties, probably. Okay. Um and, and we were chatting, we were getting on quite well, and it turned out one of them was married and um and lived here mm-hmm. and the other one was single. I think he was single, um, was not married <laughs> and did not live with his his partner and was visiting this this guy and okay. his wife. Anyway, I was, I was getting a little bit of a, of a frisson between me and the, the single man. Yes. Um, and then my friend just went, wait, did you vote for Trump? <laughs> and they went, no. <laughs> so we were like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. We can chat. That would um, end everything. Right that now. would have ended everything. Really yeah. sad, but she's like getting ready to just go. Yeah. Um, anyway, it got to like, you know, I mean, the casino stays open all night, but it got to like early morning. So we're mm. like, and, and this, this guy, I think this guy was flying home the next day, but like not till the evening. Yeah. Um, so I was like, why don't you just come back to mine? <laughs> and, he was like, and then he sort of looked at his friend and his friend was like, meh. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, you can just come back in the morning. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. So we ended up getting an Uber. So he, like, he agreed. We said goodbye to the, the married friend. Mm-hmm. We got on an Uber. And then I could tell, because I mean, this poor guy, like he... I think for him, he was probably the one who was like, this nervous. is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because we were in this Uber going to North London. I lived in like Finchley then. And we, we were going from central London. So for him, he's probably, this is a long way. Mm. Where the hell are we going? And it's like getting more and more like suburban. And more like, <laughs> yeah. just like, what the hell is so, happening? Soon the lighting, the streetlights will no longer be there. And yeah, the houses, yeah, exactly. just trees. And it's like, like this uh... does seem quite sexy and fine in like the middle of central London yeah. in this casino. But now I'm uncertain. So when we got back we, and then we, we dropped off my friend who lived um, quite nearby. Yeah. And then it was just me and him. And then I think he was really like, God, what am I doing? And I was like, ah. and, then, <laughs> and then we got, we got to my house, and then we and then we went into my room. And again, I lived in like a quite a big flat share at that point. Yes, so, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, he was probably like, what, what is this studenty house? And then um and then you know we got into bed and stuff, and we were making out. And then he was like, I'm sorry, I I can't get hard. And I was like, don't worry, we've been drinking, it's late. Like, we'll just carry on in the morning. And he was like, okay. And then we went to sleep. And mm-hmm. I, I like, I felt really comfortable with him. I was just like, hey, this guy's <laughs> in my bed, this is great. Yeah. And then we um, we went to sleep. And then I woke up, probably like, probably like eight in the morning, like not mm. even that late. And he was gone. Wow. Like, no sign of him. Wow. Gone. And I just remember, like, that's the only time in my life where anyone has ever left without saying goodbye yeah and it was bizarre and I was like I, I get it like he he probably woke up and was like what the hell am I doing yeah. and he probably just you know booked an Uber and went home but it was weird because I was and I, was, I went into my I just went into my housemate's room who I was quite quite close with and I was just like um I brought a guy home last night and he's left <laughs> 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 and he was like what <laughs> that's so rude <laughs> it is rude, <laughs> so yeah, rude. But, yeah. but yeah but I do get it and I, and I think it was interesting realising that I had in that situation I'd been the person who'd brought someone else into an unfamiliar mm. territory mm. and I know I'm not a serial killer 
but for him, he he didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't know where he was. He yeah. was in a, he was he wasn't even in like a different area. He was in a foreign country, like you know. Right. So yeah, that's my that's my first hookup story. <laughs> <laughs> well, like two, I had two thoughts. One was when you said you were in the taxi, just sort of looking at him. I had this like picture of you just like both kind of making eye contact really awkwardly and not <laughs> yeah. saying a word, and then looking back out the window, just very occasionally checking yeah. in and be like. Yeah. Like, a bit of a smile, like, <laughs> yeah. it's okay, everything's fine. It's all fine. I'm not um, going to kill you, don't worry. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing I thought was when you were back and when he, he'd gone, mm-hmm. like, I've I've definitely, like, tried to do that, almost. Like, mm-hmm. I've tried to leave. Like, you know, that kind of, like, post-coital sleepy mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. that everyone that everyone has, or at least men do. Um, and those are the people I have sex with, hence the podcast title. <laughs> yes, um, yes. But uh, I do tend to, like, I would try and get up and go, like... Mm-hmm. because otherwise it's kind of like well i'm not if it's a hookup i'm not we're mm-hmm. not in a relationship so i'm going no yeah was kind of like where my mind would be and mm-hmm. the, then like what would always happen is that I'd, i'm not the sneaky stealthy spy that i think i am yeah and i'd like make a noise either like because they people have like squeaky doors yeah. or like floorboards that make noises yeah. or whatever or mm-hmm. i'm just trying to pick up my shoes and they make a sound yeah. and so they'll they'll i'm often quite successful at like getting out of bed without, yeah yeah and by the way i'm kind of doing a matrix yeah, like, yeah. leaning back arm motion um or like a noise oh god a noisy bed for god's sake oh god um beds, yeah. no good for sex at all no. or maybe if that's what you're into um yeah. but yeah no good for your room people who are next exactly. door to you that's so exactly. or underneath you particularly yes. uh, apart from the person who actually is underneath you yes um, <laughs> that's the way around that you are sorry really diverging going, going from, off topic yes digressing. but yeah so n- normally i'll like make a noise and then mm. if i do that i kind of try and make it deliberate like style it out like oh i'm just going <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just so, yep. like, so it's been great yeah ciao um yeah that sort of thing yeah um well i mean that's the thing because actually i i must have been like a sleep like well, like you were drunk right? drunk drunk yeah, 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 yeah because i think that was partly the thing as well is like i wasn't it was it was more that he just managed to remove all trace of himself yes yeah without me being aware in any way like, yeah, yeah, so yeah it's quite impressive yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so do you have um, a another second story, story. Second story i do have a yes. second story so um this was um probably about uh eight years ago <laughs> Yes, I was walking about in um, in like cold, rainy nighttime London okay. um, after uh, uh, I think I'd been round someone's house, um, mm-hmm. a friend's house, and I was coming back home. Mm-hmm. And I was on Grinder, as many of my stories uh, will end up being related to. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, it was it was really it was horrible weather. It was it was I was getting cold. Mm-hmm. It had been raining for ages, and I don't know what I was doing. But I think I'd, I'd been talking to a guy on on the mm-hmm. app for a while, and he lived near the area that I was walking about. And um, he was like, oh, you're really close. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I think I'm walking down your road. I don't know. And he was yeah, like, yeah. where are you? We sort of shared locations. And then he was like, well, why don't you come over? So I um, was like, sure, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, get dry and whatever, because it's really tipping it down. And I think I didn't have anything really with me. to had my, Obviously, I had my phone, but I think it was quite low on battery, and I was just worried about getting home. So I just was just like, shit, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, can I charge my phone at yours? And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. I was like, actually almost becoming an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, need to, I need help here. Otherwise, I'm going to like catch pneumonia getting oh home. God. Yeah, okay. So yeah, um, um, yeah, anyway, I arrived at his. He was really sweet. Um, okay. He might have been like four, five... 
to seven years older than me I can't remember exactly um but he was like more established than I was he was Mm -hmm. more like you know you can tell when someone's older than you in a sense because or at least mentally older than you because they kind of um they're a bit more put together and they Mm -hmm. seem to have the answers to everything like when you when you're like I need this they're like yeah I've already got you a glass of water yeah I've already got you your phone charger (laughs) I've already bought you like a dry t-shirt that you can borrow that kind of thing yeah he gave me like this t-shirt I could wear um it was a little bit too big for me because he was like better built than I was I'm I'm I've always been a skinny skinny fucker um <laughs> anyway yeah um or skinny, skinny fucky small, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yes and yes it is better than being too small for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anyway so he had like a fireplace and he had the fire on wow. and we were watching like something on tv maybe like um mtv or something uh-huh. like that or um some sort of i always go back to mtv but i'm right it's like some sort of music right okay like, yeah, <clears throat> like, yeah, channel like, thing. Yeah, yeah like where you watch like music videos yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's what I yeah i remember and um, yeah 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 and then he um we were just talking for ages mm-hmm. and he really wanted to get to know me and i don't know why i mean I, I think he wanted something longer and i was i probably didn't this is mm-hmm. that goes back to that discrepancy that i mentioned right yep. at the beginning yeah. um <clears throat> and i thought well you know you're you seem nice enough and i don't mind talking about it and i he we, we talked about all sorts of weird things like um astrology and he believed in astrology uh-huh. and immediately from in my head when someone says that they believe in astrology i start to think well this isn't a long term yeah yeah <laughs> um we got to having sex and uh-huh. it was quite late i'd been there for a few hours and i think it was to the point where i was like gosh we've been talking for ages and i thought mm. i literally just came home came in to get dry get my phone charged <laughs> get off and then get home yeah. uh, <laughs> things i wanted to get yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i'd got i'd got a couple of them and i hadn't got the off or the home so i yeah. um but anyway we did we did eventually we, we then did have sex and it uh-huh. was very passionate oh wow um it was like really um you know when you just sort of fit together and it's just uh-huh. that lovely like he was embracing me he we, we like he was fucking me we were like on our oh, side wow. and it was very um yeah it was just really gentle and um like vigorous at the same time it was he was it was the right energy that's lovely and a really good one and then um i remember falling asleep for like because it was really late and it was already the sun was already starting to come up so i must have been Mm. there a while it was like maybe seven or eight a.m and then i was like just needed to, I wanted to kind of go home and get out mm-hmm. and I remember I remember rolling over and looking at him and thinking because we I think we kind of said oh we can do it again in the morning right you know, yeah because yeah. it was really good and then and then kind of you know we were still like this the sort of sheet smelled of us and mm-hmm. like the sex and we were still a little bit sort of sticky but kind of um we hadn't really gotten up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> afterwards yeah. yeah so um there was still like that possibility of doing it again mm-hmm. but then I looked at him and the sun was coming through the window I feel really bad saying this, but it was almost like I just thought, no, I don't, I don't want to have sex with you again. Wow. Um, I sh- probably shouldn't have had sex with you in the first place because I don't think I don't know what compelled me to in the first yeah, place. Yeah. But some there was some sort of chemistry, some yeah. sort of magic spell of that chemistry that was mm-hmm. cast, and maybe it was through the getting to know me and through that all that conversation it was quite romantic mm-hmm. that was kind of building me up for that. And yeah. obviously, I did want to have sex. That was why I was there. And then now the spell was broken. The chemistry was done. And I was kind of like, yeah. I need to leave. I was I really, I, I wasn't, it wasn't the best way. I mean, I, I made some excuses. I was trying mm. as nice as I possibly could be about it. He really wanted to hold on to me in like, as in he wanted to see me again. He wanted yeah, to yeah. like, wanted my details. I gave him my real number because I didn't, because it was one of those like, if I give you a fake number you can drop call me yeah, now yeah, exactly. no it's wrong <laughs> yeah. that's not a thing you can do anymore yeah um, so I gave him my number and I, I left 
and I got a few messages from him mm -hmm. and then I was replying a little bit and I was trying to do some that thing which is kind of akin to ghosting which isn't very nice yeah but it was that kind of ugh, we hadn't really agreed that this was going to be a, a thing beyond a night mm -hmm. and I was a coward and I had no way of really saying it's I don't hard, yeah. I don't want this any and um and I eventually had to just I didn't ghost him in the end I actually did say you know I don't I think I didn't I don't think I really want any more than what we had yeah and he was upset he, he but he wasn't he took it well considering some of mm -hmm. considering how well some other guys have taken it sure they get, some people get angry and some people get like quite as, as we've spoken about before on mm -hmm. this podcast he was just a bit sad and um he just sent some sort of sad faces and said oh that's a shame what changed you know what i really liked you and stuff like that and i just said oh it's just not in, in that space yeah, I'm just, yeah. Not, I'm just not I don't, it's not right yeah gosh so gosh. oh well it's so interesting of like there being like just for a night or just for a few hours that mm. attraction which then just goes away yeah and it is weird how that happens and i like to think of moments like that i like to believe in like greek mythology yeah <laughs> moments like that and be like oh it's just venus or <laughs> eros cupid aphrodite mm -hmm. roman greek um doing their things <laughs> just i do that too messing around with us. yeah <laughs> venus jupiter no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but you know just just kind of like and, and actually you can understand why, like, those characters, those gods were even, like, conceived of. Because there there are moments like that where people just seem to sort of fall for each other yeah. for, like, an hour. Absolutely. And then and there is, a, there is a magic, there is a chemistry going on. Yeah. And then it just goes. It's a, There's a capriciousness, isn't there? You yeah. Just, it's, um, it's a fickleness. And those yeah. gods are fickle, um, yeah. particularly Greek yeah. ones. Um, the whole <laughs> yeah. idea of, like, yeah, something's, something's there and then it's gone. And what mattered today does not matter tomorrow. Yeah. But whole wars get started from that sort of thing. Yeah, no, they literally, which is why it was so important. Yeah. But yeah, it's, and then it's obviously a shame if, it, if it's not mutual, though, I suppose. Yeah. So if yeah, you yeah. both feel that chemistry, but then one of you keeps feeling it. Yeah, exactly. Then that's, then that's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it sounds like with your first hook, hookup story, it was sort of completely mutual. And they were like, let's do this and then let's leave. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have your other story? Yes. I was at a house party. Mm -hmm. Um, the one of the people whose house party it was, I'd um, I'd had sex with them before once. I think I'd kind of gone to the house party with. Um, I was already mentally prepared to have sex, um, but right. then I got there and it became increasingly clear to me that there was nothing between us. It was kind of similar, actually. Like this, this person had probably been a similar kind of like, oh, in the moment, actually, there's nothing. Yeah. So I was kind of a bit frustrated because I was like, well, I'm clearly not going to have sex with this person, um, but I still want to have sex anyway. Then I talked to this guy and he was like oh, I'm just leaving now, but here's my number if you want to call me later. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so he left and then I stayed at the party until like, I was just like, oh, I'm so frustrated. So I, and I was quite drunk and yeah. I did text him. Yeah. And then I said, can I still come over? Warning, I'm really drunk. And he yeah. was like, yeah, sure. Here's my address. Mm -hmm. I had an A to Z. <laughs> so I followed my A to Z I got to his house um, I was in my little party dress mm -hmm. um, he met me at the top of the stairs we started making out um, I, I like went into his bedroom like undressing and now okay I don't remember it in detail because I was very drunk but this is kind of going back to the whole thing of like wanting to explore kink, but being kind of embarrassed about it. Yes. Right. So I um I was really into the idea of spanking. Mm -hmm. I'd never really had that happen with anyone. And I was quite embarrassed about it. But I was like, this is a definitely a one-time thing. So yeah. I just remember being like, 
spank me <laughs> do what you want to me just don't get me pregnant <laughs> I, I feel like i just repeated that. in my head i just repeated and then he's like okay, okay and he like he did smack me a couple of times it felt nice but he obviously wasn't that into, he wasn't it. into it yeah. yeah and then um and then oh yeah and then he kept saying like oh i'm really big i bet you've never had anyone as big as me and i was right. like oh okay <laughs> <But> just... <laughs> so you weren't really into that yeah, I was like, yeah. Well, yeah exactly I, was like, I probably should have yeah we, we just weren't sexually compatible yeah, yeah. But anyway we had sex it was it was kind of fine but also again i i just afterwards like he's like like the moment afterwards it was kind of that thing of like okay i've had a need satisfied yes. so i feel quite good yeah um and then he and then he said something like oh i can look up how you get home or like i can walk you to something implying that i was going to go home yeah and then i was like you want me to leave and I was so offended. Yeah. Because I was like, I felt like, I don't think I'd ever had an experience where I'd had sex with someone and then left. Yeah. So in my head, like, you have sex and then you stay the night and then you leave. Um, right. So he was like, no, no, it's fine. I mean, you can stay if you want. I just thought you might want to go home. Yeah. And I was like, no, I want to stay. So he was like, fine. He turned the light out and then sort of promptly fell asleep. And then I lay there and then I was like, wait. I really don't want to be here. Right, yeah. Because it was like suddenly then that moment of like, I don't know, whatever the... The welcome almost is gone, right? Right. And suddenly yeah. I was... And also like my kind of state had gone... I, You know, I wasn't horny anymore. Yeah. So suddenly I was like, wait, I don't even know you. Yeah, know yeah, you, yeah. Or I probably don't even like you very much. And I'm in a strange person's house. So yeah. I don't want to be here. So then I like really quietly got out of the bed and started looking around for my clothes. But it was dark. Mm. So I was like trying to like scrabbling about. And then... <laughs> and then he woke up and he yeah. was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going home. And he was like, I thought you didn't want to go home. And I was like, I changed my mind. <laughs> and then he was like, we'll turn the light on. But I was suddenly really embarrassed about being naked. Yeah. So I didn't want to turn the light on, but then I didn't want to say I'm embarrassed about being naked. So yeah. I did turn the light on. And then I kind of like pulled my dress on and it was like twisted and back to front, but I didn't want to change it. And then I was like, where's my bra? And he was like, it's over the TV. And it literally was over the TV. It was like rom-com perfect. Yeah, like my yeah. bra like flung <laughs> over the TV. Um, so I was like, okay, and so I grabbed it. And then I, I was wearing like heels and everything. And I remember just walking out and not looking back and walking down the stairs and then just getting out into the street and being like, how the hell do I get home? Yeah. Because um, I, it was like the middle of the night and well, early hours of the morning. Yeah. And I didn't have that kind of drunken horny determination to get somewhere yeah, yeah, so yeah. luckily I did in my A to Z so I did get home and then I like had a shower and went to bed and then woke up the next morning pretended it didn't happen but it wasn't like non-consensual or anything no no but I just didn't feel good about it yeah it's that whole yeah. idea of like as soon as a need is met yeah like, that particular need is really like it's almost like you know when you eat food and you're yeah. really hungry and the food food smells amazing and that yeah. very same food that smelled amazing before you, you know, while you were hungry mm-hmm. um, is now like ugh, like Oh, yeah. repulsively disgusting. Yes, that's true. It doesn't smell any different. There's no chemical yeah. change in what's happening, but you are suddenly not hungry and you don't yeah. want that anymore. It's the same thing. Yeah. And just it doesn't happen just after you've eaten. Like yeah. when you're like still bloatedly full putting the fork down, it still yeah. smells good. It takes like a few minutes to an hour maybe. And then like suddenly then you're like, oh, this is disgusting. Yeah. The same is with sex, I feel. Like the moment yeah. after sex is not the disgust moment. It's that it yeah. takes a few... Digest. digest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a little bit of digestive, like sexual digestion yeah, happening. Yeah. 
hashtag sexual digestion. <laughs> Definitely, that's the hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and sometimes it is like quite quick. Actually, I have to say, like yeah. sometimes it's like maybe a minute or two. Yeah. Other times it's like fully half an hour or or slightly more. Yeah. Where you're kind of like, no, I really like you and I want to be around you because yeah. that was really fun. And then you kind of like graduate. No, I actually really just want to go home. Yeah. I really don't want to be here. I want to go on with my life. I've got things that I want to yeah. do. And that the sort of sex hormones that you were like fueled up on and mm-hmm. horny on um, were the, was the thing that was kind of blocking you from like doing your work or like doing yeah. your housework because you were like I, those things were like priorities whatever yeah. else like in your mind yeah, yeah. sex had become become number one yeah. and now that it's not anymore yeah. you've got it's suddenly you've got places to be else. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> oh my god and it is yeah it's actually a little like I suppose with you with the other guy mm-hmm. it's that thing of like in, in the sort of post coital thing of like oh we're all you know, in bed yeah. together and we just had sex and we're snuggling and, yeah. and then suddenly being like wait <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to be here. It was exactly <laughs> yeah. that. It was yeah. exactly that. And it, the only reason it was as long as it was for me is because I, I was tired and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was when I woke up that it was like he was the, the plate of, uh, you know, too much pasta that I'd made. That's you it. Know? That's <laughs> it. It's, it's, like, it's not like a healthy meal. It's not like a cheese <laughs> yeah. soise. It's, like, it's like, a, like a cheese burger. <laughs> that's fabulous. <laughs> Because <laughs> that leaves me feeling satisfied. Yes, you know. yes. Leafy <laughs> greens, tomatoes, an egg, black olives. Anyway, oh yes. Oh my god. Yeah. But um. But yeah, just quickly, the, the 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 one other thing about this this hookup and this guy was I found out from the the friend whose party it had been later that he didn't drink, like he didn't drink at all. Right. And that made me feel even worse. Yeah. About it. Self-conscious. It made me feel self-conscious because I'd been drunk and he hadn't been, and also the fact that I'd even told him, I yes. specifically said I, I am drunk. drunk, and he'd still been like, "Come over." Mm. It is kind of edging into uncomfortable consenty territory but it it was yeah so I think that was like the thing of like okay I'd kind of gone with the expectation that this was a drunk thing yes and actually it was only drunk on my side not on your side so yeah that was another that was another thing that we'd like like a few days later then kind of added to the feeling of discomfort yeah did you stay in touch with him sorry no no, no, no. I, I mean I, I sort of still have mutual friends but yeah. like I've never You've spoken never... to him again yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah fine yeah yeah gosh it's still weird though yeah I don't know but I mean I'm now I'm sure if I saw him now I wouldn't feel like that weird about it because I've, I'm more comfortable with myself now yeah but had I bumped into him like had I seen him again then I would have felt so painfully embarrassed yeah yeah. yeah well Hookups. I, I mean, pluses and minuses, right? I mean, you've got exactly take them for what they are. It's in, there's a there's a sexual need that we have that, um, yeah, you know, through some means or another, you you have to satisfy. Well, that's it. And sometimes it can be like really mutually satisfying yeah. and lovely, and and just you know, we both did the thing we need to do, and now we can go on with our lives. Yeah, and that's great. Or there can be the slightly icky feeling afterwards, yeah. where there's maybe something else at play. But yeah. yeah. So, you know, like anything. But interesting that that icky feeling doesn't come about in a proper relationship. In a proper... In a proper... In a proper... Sorry, as in like a, long, in a longer term relationship. No, exactly. Well, I suppose that's maybe one of the one of the things you need to check before you go into the relationship is, do I feel icky after having yeah. sex with you? Well, that's, that's, I think yeah. that might be the mark between infatuation and love, perhaps. Mm. Or a mark. A, a marker. That's a good. That's actually a good point. Like, okay. how do you feel after sex with a person? Do you feel like you need to get away, or yeah. do you feel like you want to hang around? That's a really good point. That is a really good point. Actually, because like, that used to be a big thing. I used to be like, get so annoyed when like people who came over to mind to, to have sex with me then like didn't leave the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would find that so annoying. And I remember saying that to my ex before we got together, and being like, oh, I just hate it when people just don't leave the next day. Yeah, and he was yeah. like, that's just because you don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> that's because yeah. you're sleeping with people you don't like. And I was like. <laughs> 
That is a, that's definitely <laughs> a thing, yeah. Okay. I feel like we are sort of generating slowly through the course of doing this podcast a little rule book on like certain patterns that we've yeah, noticed. Yeah, yeah. Interesting sort to of. sort of collate them at the end and see what happens. We will do, yeah. What have yeah. we learned? What have we learned? Yeah, exactly. yeah. episode 100 and something will yeah. be that, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you've enjoyed listening to us, then please rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you didn't enjoy us, then this is just a one-time thing. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at A to Z with Men. That's A-T-O-Z with Men. Or you can email us at A to Z with Men at gmail.com. That's A-T-O-Z with Men at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Goodbye and thanks for listening. in um like i think around east london or mm-hmm. north northeast london because it was not too far away from where we used to live right. a bit further south um but not uh-huh. much um, i've forgotten the name of the area but it's um it's like Haggistony almost i suppose okay um, yeah 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 um, or just a bit further north than that even yeah um this is all completely relevant why would you do this <laughs> we were like really really need to on know the there's so <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway i know, I know. yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> i need to revise my london geography after i do this yeah. again get to the bloody point um right and so i think i sort of thought that maybe that might happen again so i kind of gone to the house party shut up <laughs> recording in here <laughs>